Hey everyone, Tri-State Sax back with another Playing Around with Playbook. This week we're going to be talking to the amazing saxophonist, Woodwind Doubler, um, Addison Evans. So let's just give her a second to log on and we'll go ahead and get started. Hi, Addison. All right, let me accept this. Hi, how's it going? Good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Excited to be talking with you today. Yeah. Not sure if Sam is going to be joining us, so I will just introduce you and go right ahead. Um, right. Super excited to be talking to you. I'm also a studying saxophonist. You know, we love a woman in jazz, so excited. Um, Addison Evans, one of the playbook mentors here, combines pure excitement with a soulful saxophone sound and a contagious smile to create one compelling performance after another. She's Grammy-nominated saxophonist who transcends genres as she has toured with the world and st shared the stage with legendary um, artists such as Beyonce, Jay-Z, Robin Thicke, Christian McBride, Terrence Blanchard, Frank West, Demi Lovato, and many more, as well as Nicki Minaj. Um, recently, uh, Addison made her debut on stage on Broadway in Home for the Holidays at New York City's historical August Wilson Theater, which is awesome. And she's also a graduate from New York City's The Juilliard School, Manhattan School of Music, and she can be heard on the album that crashed iTunes, Beyonce, and seen in many of her music videos, including Countdown, um, the HBO Beyonce specials, and Beyonce DVDs as well. Um, as a prominent educator, composer, and orchestra orchestrator, Evans continues to push musical boundaries and is a champion for love, healing, and community that sharing um, in a musical experience creates. And I know that she's also an advocate for composting, what I've seen from her Instagrams as well. Um, <laughs> so to start us off, I'd love to ask you, what have you been listening to lately? <laughs> you stumped me already. Great question. Um, I've been listening... <laughs> I've been listening to the Dave Matthews Band a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I just, I love um, their vibe. Um, as far as jazz is concerned, I, I always find myself going back to the classics for me, and that is my very favorite album, uh, the very first album that I really wore out completely, and that is Nancy Wilson and Cannibal Adderley. Um, I just adore that album. I can sing every single part of it. So that's always my go-to whenever I need a little pick-me-up and something very familiar. Um, I would say those two, yeah. Of course, of course. Thanks, thanks for that. Um, some great answers there. I'll have to put it on my docket. Um, so I know you've had a lot of experiences um, performing with such notable artists, such as, you know, working with Beyonce in the videos. Um, do you have any, like, um, could you talk a little bit about that, your experience? With those? Sure, sure. Um, am, is my connection okay? Can yeah, it's me? great, actually. Great. Yeah. Um, well, I joined Beyonce. Well, I was at Juilliard, actually, with Sammy at the time. Um, and when I was 19, I got called to be in one of her music videos. I was still at Juilliard, but that was my initial introduction to her and to her camp. And so I was in that video, it was Countdown. We were all wearing marching band uniforms and it was quite fun. Um, and then, you know, I went back to Juilliard, I finished my undergrad, I started my graduate degree. And then, um, you know, a position opened up in her band when uh, the saxophonist Tia Fuller left. That's mm -hmm. when she left to go teach at Berkeley. 
And so they asked me if I would like to send in a video audition and be considered to be a part of the band full time, the touring band, and uh, also recording and everything like that. So that was when I was 21. And um, I, I got the position, I ended up leaving Juilliard. Uh, and my very first gig with her was in 2012, New Year's Eve in Las Vegas. Um, and then and shortly after that was the 2013 Super Bowl. So from there, wow. it was a whirlwind. I was very, I mean, I was young, like, the music was amazing and great and fun and a whole experience. But it wasn't until we put the choreography with it that I was really like shaken up. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> so, um, and just being a part of an all female band <clears throat> was so empowering, especially women that for the most part were several years older than me. Mm -hmm. um, so they really took me under their wing beautifully and, and taught me a lot about the business. And, uh, and I, I just, I really learned so much about the industry at such an impressionable time. And so, I was with Beyonce until I was like 26, so for a solid five years, and um, on occasion we still work together. Uh, it's just, you know, because of the pandemic, it's been spread out a bit more, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm back in New York now. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for that. Um, in terms of, you know, teaching, you know, whether it's like playbook or, you know, teaching your own private students, um, um, how, do you, how do you balance that from, you know, from, from performing to practicing to running your compost uh, project? <laughs> um, that's a great question. Balance is uh, something I'm always trying to achieve. And it's tough, you know, it's, um, it's, it's helpful to stay organized and also mm -hmm. have people around me that are, you know, best friends and, and family that's like, okay, I noticed you're really, really busy. Are you okay with this? Are you sure? You know, like, people holding you accountable is so important. Um, and to kind of touch on on all the things you said during the pandemic i started a compost pickup service i have a farm in new jersey and um when a tour was of mine was canceled in 2020 because of mm -hmm. COVID, i had a lot of time on my hands and resources so i was like well i'm gonna go back to new jersey and spend time on the farm and and compost and it's turned out to be a pretty successful business so far so I, I do dedicate a lot of time to that. And this is, a, I can say with uh, certainty, this is the first time in my life that I've really ever dedicated so much time to something other than music. Um, however, I am very proud to say that I, I do have my footing still in music quite consistently, whether it be teaching with you guys on playbook, um, or I play every Sunday night with the Afro-Latin Jazz Orchestra at Birdland. Um, and also, um, teaching with things going virtual like it's made it a lot easier for me to teach because it doesn't involve any commuting um or for students to be commuting to me to my home mm -hmm. studio so the amount of time that I save and just being able to like turn on my my computer versus driving somewhere or dealing with traffic or parking it, it actually does make a huge difference um and and luckily I really I just I am so passionate about all those facets of my life that they're very uh, fulfilling. So even when I am teaching, I'm like, okay, I may be tired, but I'm gonna go for it. But I always find that after that lesson or after that communication with my student, I feel inspired and like mm -hmm. renewed to like keep keep going. So, you know, it's it's 
it's where I don't have it figured out, but I'm figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Thank you for that. And you, you know, you're, you're mentioning, you know, feeling inspired by your students. Um, do you have anything like specific, if you were to pick out what you'd want your students to walk away with, what would, what would that be like from your lessons altogether? That's a great question, Trista. Um, <clears throat> the main thing, I mean, there's the heart of the music, right? There's, the thing that has kept me, I think back to my childhood, because I, I grew up with two parents that are musicians. I started playing piano when I was five. And before then, I would sit underneath the piano when my mom would play. Um, and so having grown up around it and just having fallen, love, fallen in love with it so organically in my childhood, I think about that a lot when I'm teaching especially young kids, um, especially beginners, because you know, they don't want to, a six-year-old doesn't want to get so much into, like, the technical facility of the saxophone or clarinet. Like, they, yeah. they just want to have fun. And it's it's having fun, and it's feeling groove. It's listening to melodies. It's repeating things back. It's singing things. It's communicating uh, and listening. Like, using all those different skills, those are the things that really engage them and, and, and walk away from feeling like, hey, that was fun. That was something different. I want to do it again. Um, and then, you know, in my older students, then we incorporate more of, of course, like the disciplinary things, technical things, dexterity, long terms, all the things that students are like, oh, don't want to do it, you know, but necessary. So, um, yeah, I would say f having fun is first and foremost and, and having um, the lessons be an outlet for them to communicate themselves in a way that they're not normally used to. Um, and and uh, also having them feel like a sort of progression and, and a very, I mean, very, my lessons and my master classes and everything are very, at the very core, it's like a lot of positive encouragement because after all, playing music is such a gift and it really, um, it helps us uh, discover more about ourselves and and our voices and not just what we want to say musically but what who we are as people and what what we stand for on this planet yeah of course thank you for that um when you switch like i know that at some point you know people musicians often start out as like educators or you know performers or like one or the other was there a time in which you had to switch your mindset from one or the other and like how did you go about that uh I, I know that's the experience for many people. However, I can't really relate to that very much because, I mean, while I did go to Juilliard in Manhattan School of Music, and I mean, both of those experiences were based in performance. Mm -hmm. um, like I mentioned, I grew up, my mom is a music educator. So I grew up mm -hmm. literally in her classroom, uh, hanging around her, watching her talk about metronomes and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so, and I, I'd always been into it. And even when I was at Juilliard, I was a teaching assistant in the classical ear training department. So I feel like I always had a balance and, and it, it goes back to me being passionate about both performing and, and teaching as well. Okay. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, it's very interesting to hear that perspective. Yes, but I didn't know that your mom was a music educator. That's that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like a lot of a lot of the cats nowadays just like have mus musician parents. So it's cool to hear that. Um, so to close this off, I want to ask you why do you think platforms like Playbook are so important in today's uh, classroom? I mean, Playbook really is incredible because not only are you 
offering a community for kids to be involved in for students to be involved in but you're you really you guys really do touch on everything you touch on everything from sound production to learning the language and vocabulary to um phrasing and and learning repertoire and learning different songs and i think it's just so cool to have access to so many mentors that are very well accomplished uh, just to to take a look at the songs and see like a little two minute thing of Sammy explaining something or other like that's so cool you know um, I only wish I had access to something like this when I was younger um, so I, I think it is so important especially as things gravitate to be more virtual and I think the pandemic has done, helped a lot with that um, so giving kids this type of access <clears throat> uh, is, is really, really, um, really priceless. Like just being able to go home and log on, mm -hmm. you don't have to travel somewhere. Um, and, and it is, it's like, it's very, um, it's very thorough and, and, and well thought out. So yeah, I highly recommend it. Yes, it's definitely priceless to be able to learn your woodwind doubles from Addison on our website. So everyone, you know, check it out. I've checked it out um, <laughs> as a part of the playbook team. So thank you so much, Addison, for being here with us today. Everyone, you know, continue following Addison, Addison Evans Music on Instagram. And everyone check out our Instagram at uh, Playbook Jazz and our website to, you know, learn from our playbook mentors like Addison and the rest of the gang at thisisplaybook.com. And we'll be back next week with another Playing Around with Playbook. So thank you, everyone. And thanks again, Addison. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.